0: Well, welcome back. This is Two Beards in the Bible, and you are... Dave Tenney. And I am John Swainow. Yes, you are. All right. <laughs> Today,
1: we are going to start a new book. Yeah. We're going to start into... We're, we're starting to get into some of the more complicated stuff in the New Testament. So, up to this point, we have basically um, gone through the history,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: written... The, the, the history books of the New Testament, of the early church. Right. Which would be the four Gospels in the book of Acts. Yeah. So now, the, what's the rest of the New Testament about?
0: Well, it's how to, how to live. Yeah. You know, this, this, is how, this is what happened, and now now we're to the point where we're going to be learning how a Christian should act.
1: Yeah. I think, I think you know, like, you know, the, the Gospels told us about Jesus, and Acts told us about the early church and how, how, how we become Christians. And now that we're Christians, uh, all the way up through uh, Third John, it just talks about how we ought to live. And of course, there's one book of prophecy in the Old Testament that's Revelation, mm-hmm. and we're going to stay. We're going to save that for the end. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that one's going to. Uh, that one always creates uh, such interesting study. It does, and there's a lot to it. Um, I'm convinced that no matter how long. I can live on this earth, I'll never come to a complete understanding oh, of those no. things that are in there. No. For one part, because it was written to a specific group of people yeah. at a specific time. So so yeah, we're we're in, in Romans yeah. and I have in 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 my studies, I was in a study one time where we went through and and picked out a key word for the for the for each of the books, and this one is righteousness. Okay. And the key verse given during that study was uh, Romans 1:17, which says for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith. And that that kind of sets the tone yeah. for what we're looking at here.
1: What do you in your opinion what is the book of Romans about? Have you thought of this? Probably not. This is this is my thought on mm-hmm. it. Um, the Romans were it was written to this church at Rome, who had Gentile Christians and Jewish Christians, and they had trouble getting along. So Paul wrote them this book, this okay. letter. <laughs> That's basically like my 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 you know, step back a mile, and this is what Romans is about. Okay. These, well, that makes sense. These two groups of people who are having trouble getting along—that
0: <clears throat> makes sense, and and even you know to some degree these things are still true today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean that uh, whether you're speaking of you know uh, Jews and Gentiles, but you know in any in any area uh, you're going to have uh, you know the church is made up of people yeah. that have come from different places, Yeah. and they're going to have their they're going to have their uh, their own way of thinking. Absolutely. It doesn't mean we can't be on the same page when it comes to scriptural things, but sometimes we have to learn how to right. live with each other.
1: John, let's take this one verse at a time. Okay. I, I don't know how, since we've not studied something like this, and I think the rest of it's going to have to go this way, but there's a lot of stuff in here. Okay. So verse 1 says, Paul, a bondservant of Jesus Christ called to be an apostle, separated to the apostle of God, to the gospel of to God. the gospel of God. I, I haven't got my glasses. I got glasses <laughs> coming this week. I'm struggling with seeing so okay, he's a bond servant of Jesus. What does that mean? Uh, he, he's bound to him
0: yeah. uh, by that you know that perfect sacrifice that was given for all men, you know the blood that was shed. Uh, if you are, uh, if you realize who the Lord is, um, you, you, you have to be bound to Him. Yeah. If you if you have that understanding that you know Jesus Christ is the Son of the Living God, uh, that makes Him in charge of everything. I mean, yeah. he, He's in charge of everything, whether you believe it or not. But
1: there's a difference between a bond servant and a slave, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: You know, so Paul doesn't say he's a slave of Jesus. Right, but he was a bond servant.
0: Slaves don't have free will. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he was he was bound to him um, through the gospel, basically. And of course, he was called to be an apostle too.
0: You know, I don't know if it's a good analogy or not, but you know, today, you know, we 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 may have secular jobs by which we have a contract with a group of people, uh, or an entity, a business. And uh, by that, we are, we are bound.
1: Yeah.
0: We still have free will. You know, we can, we can leave. Yeah. <laughs> there are consequences. Yeah. But, you know, that, that, that there's still that, that bond. And in a way, we're kind of bond servants in yeah. that way. To our...
1: Think about like, a, let's say you get in some trouble, John. You go mm-hmm. before the judge and he, he sets a, uh, what do a they bond. call that? A bond? A surety bond. A yeah. surety bond. What does that, how does that work?
0: Means you are promising you'll come back at the appointed time, and and there's money put up
1: to for guarantee
0: some security to guarantee that yeah. you're going to be back.
1: Yeah. So if the judge sets the bond at a thousand dollars, you give them a thousand dollars, and the only way you're getting that back is if you show up. Right. And so thinking about that, so Paul's a bond servant of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like a. There's like a contract there, yeah, and yeah. there is some payment involved, right?
0: Right. Yeah, it's, and and it's uh, you know that that payment has been made, yes, by Christ, yes. So it's not it's not you know even coming out of Paul's pocket or no. our pocket, yeah. You know it, it's coming out of coming out of Christ and His, you know, He again He under- paid the bond exactly,
1: and now Paul is. Paul is his servant because Mm -hmm. of that,
0: and you know we're going to be reconciled to him one way or another. Yeah, you know it's uh, it's it's kind of an interesting concept because uh, he already (laughs) he already owns uh, maybe a bad word uh, owns mankind. He he has all authority. Yeah. Uh, So it's kind of like you know me paying for this house and then paying for it again, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it just doesn't make any, any sense in the human, in our human mind. Yeah. But, uh, realizing that makes it all the more special, you know, the, the, the gift that we have in Christ, but we are, we are bound to him make, make no mistake. And, you know, just like if you skip out on your bond in this earthly court, uh, Someone's going to come after you eventually,
1: yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: And uh, you can run, but you can't hide. And eventually,
1: eventually, you're going to be brought before the judge, right?
0: Right, and that's going to happen, you know, spiritually, yeah. You're you're either
1: going to go but to the judge of your own free will, right? Right, or you're going to go against your will, and that's really what it boils down to.
0: And it, boy, there's there's so there's sermons, oh, there are this, yeah, and the uh. You know the the easier you make it easier on yourself if you come of your own free yeah, will. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: He says, "Paul, a bondservant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle." Of course, that I think references back to the the his conversion on the Damascus road. Mm-hmm. Um. He says that he was separated to the gospel of God, and I think another word we use a lot of times would be like sanctified would be another mm-hmm. word we would. Use that. Sure.
0: Yeah. To be s- separate, called out. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and you know, there again, what was what was Paul, Saul, right? You know, before he before he uh, had that conversion experience, what he was a Jew. Yes. You know, he was a devout Jew, and uh, so he was separated from that from that old yeah that old uh, uh, contract, if you will. Yeah. to this new gospel of God, which is Christ, the Word.
1: Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, and Paul addresses, there were, there were some that didn't think that Paul was an apostle. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, he in a lot of these introductions, he makes that point that he is an apostle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he, in one place he says he's an apostle born out of season, I believe. Maybe the <laughs> King James puts it that way. But uh, he reiterates that things. So once you read uh, verse two, which
0: he promised before through his prophets in the holy scriptures. Okay, so what's that talking about? Is the, the the old law and uh, you know the the prophets of old <clears throat> that talked uh, and pointed to Christ. Yep. You know, ever since the fall of mankind, everything has been pointing towards Christ. Yeah you know the whole scheme of redemption the things that that uh, god's people uh, went through for those previous however many years uh, it was all pointing to christ it was right. never the old law was never meant to be an eternal no. uh, salvation
1: the the only reason that the jews were god's people was to to prepare a lineage for the son of of god to to come out of mm-hmm. That, that was basically the gist of the whole thing.
0: Right. Yeah, that was the the whole point.
1: Yeah, the whole point of the whole thing. What are you looking up there, John?
0: Oh, I have a note in, in here that uh, in, in Acts 26, verse 6, which we would have read just a short bit ago, uh, And now I stand and am judged for the hope of the promise made by God to our fathers. To this okay. promise our twelve tribes, earnestly serving God night and day, hope to attain.
1: Yeah, so that and that's that speaks to exactly what yeah what Paul's saying there. Verse three, he says concerning his son Jesus Christ, our Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Boy, that's a lot of stuff in there.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, first off, you know that lineage, uh, born of the seed of David. You know, th- this is something that was prophesied yep. that, that the the one who is going to save you is to come from this lineage, yep. and 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 that would serve as it should have to all should have served as that as part of that confirmation.
1: Yeah, and certainly when you read the genealogy of Jesus in uh, Matthew and Luke, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that's the reason that's there is to show that Jesus came from the lineage of David right and That's,
0: it's you know a lot of times I, I remember many times especially as a as a youngster in in Bible classes you know go, getting to that lineage and you, you just kind of skip over it you're like I don't want to read all that right but it it um, it serves its purpose it's there for a very good reason and, yeah and it is something that can be uh, you, know, you, you can put your mind to it and you can trace back that lineage and find yeah. out that it actually is It lines up with yeah. with history
1: I've been reading uh, Exodus and uh, it's I get those those all those family lineages and it's hard to read them all right and I, I find myself just like oh, I'm gonna skip to the next chapter right <laughs> that's the natural inclination <laughs> <English. Yes. laughs> but to a point um, Unless you're like studying to, to find something, you know, maybe those don't serve as much purpose today. Right.
0: It's so, something that is there that we can go back to, but once we understand what it's for, therefore the purpose of it, then, yeah,
1: then maybe yeah. it's it's not quite as important. There are times though; it's interesting to study those things mm-hmm. uh, to, to see different things, especially you're know, thinking about the genealogy of Jesus goes back into mm-hmm. to some of those things. He says that uh, he was born of the seed of David according to the flesh. So that, that means that he he came throughout that earthly line. He was declared to be the son of God with power, right. right? According to the spirit spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. I think of like a couple of things in there. I think about when Jesus was baptized, mhm where, where it says you know and this is my son and whom I am well pleased I, I think that I think of that declared to be the son of God with power right yeah it made me think
0: of Colossians what's that say and uh, in Colossians 2 verse 9 speaks for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power yeah you know and going back in, in 1 verse 17 he is before all things he is the head. Of the body of the church. I mean, it, it just it just connects in all kinds of ways to you know
1: who Christ is. He says, he says, he's the Son of God with power. He, he was declared to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: tough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> declared to be the Son of God. With power. So, I mean, it, obviously the resurrection that, that took place yeah. was, was an action of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It was undeniable. It was something that, you know, very loudly declared that he is Lord.
1: He says it, to the spirit of holiness. Um, I mean, I guess that kind of conjures up the idea of, of Jesus being at the right hand of God, being holy in heaven.
0: Yeah. It, 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 I kind of would think it has a connection there to the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah, could you know? be. It's the Spirit is capitalized, so you're probably right.
0: With power, you know, and, and you know the the apostles will, were told that the Holy Spirit would come with power. Yeah, you know, after Christ ascended. Yeah, you know, so so that's uh, kind of, I think, talking about that same sort of vein right. of thinking.
1: And, and this fact that Jesus was resurrected from the dead, I mean, the importance of that is it shows us that men can be resurrected from the dead, that there's life after death.
0: Right, right. I mean, yeah, and, and speaks to the, you know, I mean, you and I can't resurrect anybody from the dead. No. You know, but the power of the Lord can. He has power over death, which is, which is what Christ which is what Christ proved to mankind. He has power over death. Sin is death. He has power over that.
1: He says, uh, Through him, verse 5, we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name among whom you are also called of Jesus Christ. So in him, we. Mm -hmm. The we is the apostles, I think. That's probably what he means. Well,
0: he's speaking to
1: the church at Rome, but he says we have received grace and apostleship. Okay. Yeah. I think the we means the apostles. And
0: the and the apostleship, yeah, I think you're right. And the and the uh, through him we have received grace and apostleship and and that is going to serve a purpose for the obedience to the faith among all nations. That's yeah. That that apostleship, the the that uh, 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 helper that they have, if you will, is going to help them bring about. Yeah. Well, help. The, the, the Holy Spirit is going to bring about that obedience of all nations. Right. Give them that opportunity through the things that they're going to accomplish as apostles.
1: Yeah. Because that's the only way. You know. That's how they gain this knowledge. Yeah. Um, and now he says, among whom you, now he's talking about the Romans. Right. Among whom you also are the called of Jesus Christ. What does it mean to be the called? Those
0: that have you know, the word calls us. Yeah. You know, that's. Uh, when did you
1: receive your call to preach? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, I remember it was about October 16th. Well, I suppose On your along, birthday.
0: Somewhere along the line, somebody called me up on the phone and said, hey, will you preach on this day? But, have,
1: have you ever heard somebody <laughs> say that? That's not what we're
0: talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Somebody will say, oh, I was, I was called to do this or I was called to do that. Right.
0: And, and you know, it, the word is how these people were called to be saints. It's yeah. the same way you and I were called to be saints. We heard the word and, and we, we believed it un- and we believed it and we understood and we made the logical conclusions that these things needed to be done. And in, in like manner, I mean, you you preach. Uh I would, you know, of course we weren't miraculously called no. into preaching, but by your understanding of the truth and and your willingness to study and and uh, your desire to Share the truth with others, you know that does sort of equate a calling. Yeah, but not in the way that people.
1: It's not a miraculous calling yeah. that is to an individual. You know, the Holy Spirit didn't like tell me through my spirit to do this thing. I had a fella come up to me
0: one time, and he and he said, you know, the the, the Lord told me today to to, to come see you. <laughs> you know, and, and uh, you know that unfortunately, you know he's he's mistaken. Yeah, you know, it's uh, uh, people think of this calling as something that is miraculous, and and sadly, there are people that are that are waiting yeah. to receive some i, I special I, calling.
1: I know a gentleman, and we were talking about this subject, and. And he feels that way that you know that the Holy Spirit um, called him or worked on his heart for a certain thing and I asked him I said I said well what what could the Holy Spirit reveal to you that the Bible already hasn't revealed mm-hmm. I said what 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 part of the Bible is incomplete that that the Holy Spirit would need to reveal something to you that's not written in the page yeah what purpose would that serve
0: yeah I mean, we're we're told in the scriptures that it can the scriptures contain all things that pertain to life, life and godliness. Yeah. So I mean that that's just it, and just by just by those that very truth, we understand that there's no more that's going to be said. Yeah. You know, is uh, it in Jude? Is it Jude three that speaks to that? Speaks to that idea. Uh, not three. Oh, I'm in the <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. Yeah. Yeah. A- and uh you know, it, and we're also told that if anyone brings anything different right than than what has been written, that he be what? Accursed.
1: Right, he be accursed. So, you know, the Holy Spirit's a big a big subject, but you know, um the Holy Spirit's said to dwell within us. Right. the the big question is is how does that work, and I think as you study the Bible, uh, anything that, that that the Bible says that the Holy Spirit does, uh, the Word also does the same thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that in a nutshell, that is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's you know, through
1: that... God's Word. Right. Right. And why now? Why is it that maybe I'm uh, I'm I'm talking, or we're, we're we're thinking, and I think of a certain verse. Mm-hmm. It, you know is that the work of the Holy Spirit that I thought of that right then? Eh, it could be. It might not be though too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, and not not to make not to make light of of those things, but you know, you you know cars. Yeah. And so when someone comes to you and says, you know, when I'm driving my car down the road, I smell a sweet smell when the heater is running. Now, what does that say to you?
1: Oh, so, so you got a heater correlation, exactly. right? Right. Or you dumped a coffee with sugar down the heat vent. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so that sort of a thing, right.
0: you know, it, with your knowledge and understanding, it clicks. Yeah. And so if you have that same, if you have a knowledge of the scriptures and, you know, you're going through life and it's going to click. Yeah, Every day of your life, something's going to click from the scriptures if it's something that you've put into your heart.
1: And that brings up a point, John, is that as Christians, we ought to know God's word inside and out. Every Christian should be a scholar of God's word. And and it's interesting, just like you use that example of mechanics, um, You know there are lots of people. I know you're a gun nut, Mm -hmm. and so am I. But but you know, a guy like you who's really into guns could talk somebody's ear off about guns. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times that same guy can't tell you about Jesus. Right. You know they could get up in front of a group and tell them about fishing or whatever their hobby is. Right. But you say, oh, you go tell your neighbor about Jesus. Well, I can't do that.
0: And I, you know, that just as a, a somewhat connected subject, you know, it leads me to understand how important it is to learn of the Lord early in yeah. your life. Because I spent the earliest part of my life surrounded by cars and classic cars, and yeah. and I can look at the tail light of a car and tell you, you know, what year it is. <laughs> I can. There are some details, especially cars that my dad had. Or that I spent some time around, I can tell you infinite details about such things, but uh, and that stuff is just stuck in there. Yeah. But I find it as I get older, it's harder and harder for me to stick things in there, you know, that, <laughs> that, that, that stay. Yeah. And so I wish I had had the training of the scriptures from an earlier age, and I see it in my children uh, who have had yeah. good training uh, through the brethren. Uh, you know, or, they're. Their their mother and I, of course, have done some, but but I attribute a lot of it to the brethren that have taught in Bible classes and so yep. on, and they're way far ahead of of my knowledge, yeah, at their age, absolutely. Know? So so uh, you know that's how we that's how the Holy Spirit acts upon us and informs us as to how we should act. Absolutely,
1: um, he says here to all who are in Rome beloved of God called to be saints who's he talking about there the church yeah christians yeah. in the in the church
0: in that place
1: yeah yeah all who are in Rome so all the all the people are in Rome beloved of God called to be saints
0: yeah and
1: i suppose
0: yeah I, I, you know the, the call is out there to everybody yeah. but but I think in this example we're we're speaking to the church
1: I think the reason he says this as I mentioned at the beginning the, the my opinion of Romans mm-hmm. is that it's about the jew the jewish christians and the gentile christians and the problems they were having mm-hmm. that's why he says to all who are in Rome beloved of god called to be saints he's saying hey whether you're a jew or you're a Gentile, you're all in this group. Yeah. You know, it speaks to the unity of of Christians.
0: Yeah, I think the next statement there really uh, kind of supports what you're saying there. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know if I've ever wrapped my head around that statement quite in the same way, but he's, I think he's telling them, you know, be at peace, you, you know, grace and peace to you from God, right? It kind of usurps all those things that may be separating them.
1: Yeah, I wrote this note here. I said, I, I said, the Jews had a feeling of superiority, God did not favor Gentiles or Jews because of any inherent virtues. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that was with the Jewish Christians, that was a a thing they struggled with because they had been God's people for a million years.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they had, uh, uh, they and were it was chosen mil- and uh, it wasn't a million right. years. Right. It was a figure <laughs> of speech. <laughs>
1: um,
0: they, they had been, you know, the chosen people. Yeah. Uh, they, they had, uh, uh probably felt that, you know, they had seniority with God and, and, uh, from a human standpoint, you can kind of understand that, yeah, but uh in reality, you know, in all of the parables and so on that Jesus spoke about you know the the last being first,
1: right right, <laughs> and the
0: first last,
1: and it was all kind of talking about all of those,
0: things. yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's uh, uh something for us to remember that we not get a too big of a head, I think, maybe saw. So. Sometimes in the church we get wrapped around the idea of, well, I've been a Christian for 20 years, and well, right. he's been a Christian for 30 years, and 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 sadly, you know, sometimes those people that have been Christians for 40 years, they're not exhibiting as much uh, wisdom, wisdom and or knowledge in the scriptures. The guy who's been there for five sometimes. Yeah, you, you're See? absolutely right. So, I mean, and that's, of course, hopefully that's the rare case,
1: but... Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I like, there are some people, like, there, there's this gentleman at Norton, Lamar Soils, and he's like, uh, is he, he's 89 or 90 years old. He's been a Christian since the 60s. This guy is fired up. He's 90 years old, and he is just fired up about the Lord. And And every time I'm around him, it's just like, Hey, man, I'm like charged. I'm charged up when I talk to him because he's just that way. And right. and and some people are like that. Um, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah. John, I think we better stop.
0: Is that enough? All right. We, we got
1: through eight verses, seven it's verses. It's
0: starting to turn out like my Bible classes on Sunday morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Well, uh, thanks for joining in. Hopefully you still find this interesting. Yes, yeah, we hope. So uh, uh, I think... I, I was entertained for that yeah period yeah, of time. Me too. So ho- hopefully you you are uh, uh, willing to come back and see us again next time. Until until then, yep. Thank you.